Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chop On Podcast. Today is October 6th. It's a Thursday. I'm coming to you from Piscataway, New Jersey. My name is Frankie Saracino, and I am joined with co-hosts AJ Kim and Alyssa Payone. How are we today? We are Wonderful. feeling phenomenal. Thank you Great. all for joining us. Great. I love when Frankie introduces. Yeah, it's great. It's always good. Um, today we will be just previewing Michigan State, I believe, right? We'll do a little post on Ohio State, nothing in depth, because I really okay. don't want to talk about the Ohio State loss. Okay. I'd rather yeah, not dwell on that, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we could do a little Ohio State post. So um, Frankie, you go first. Post game Ohio State. I mean... They tore up our defense. They tore us up on offense, three interceptions. And, um, you know, it just really proved their roster is a lot more talented than our roster is. But, I mean, there's great strides to make in that. Um, Their roster has 15 five-star recruits, where our roster doesn't have a single five-star recruit. So, essentially, we'll get there. Recruiting departments bringing guys in. So, we'll get there. It's just going to take some time. And, you know, by the time we get to our senior years and in the future, I think we'll be all right. But as of now, our roster just really isn't up there to compete with. Like, this is a top-level team. This was a team in the college playoffs. And if they still had Justin Fields on their team, they'd be right back there. Mm -hmm. They could make the playoffs again this year if they went out. Definitely. I think be, it's going to be harder Rutgers this year game, for them. But. No, I mean, this Rutgers game could be the game where they turn the corner. Mm-hmm. It's possible. True. I mean, they have Master Teague looking like a better back than he was last year. And in, like, Henderson, um, number 32, mm-hmm. I don't know his first name, but um, he's probably the best back we've seen all year. Definitely. Um. They're aligned very good. Left tackle was a monster. Not exactly sure of his name. And um, overall defense, really good reads. Good team. Played a great game of football. So yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I think I think the main thing with us is we're lacking depth. I think we have a few big-name guys, you know, that we can rely on. But, you know, Ohio State, with the depth they have, they can hit any guy at any time. So I think that really opened up their offense. They had a lot more options than we did at, in any given, you know, offensive possession. Um, but I think, you know, like you said, uh, you know, the recruits we have coming in are, are promising. And I saw something that um, I forget who posted it, but someone posted um, a couple quotes of the recruits yep. that came to the Ohio State game. And, you know, they were saying some good things. They were saying the student section brings the energy, you know, that, that you know, so-called 12th man. And, you know, even though it was a rough game, ultimately they saw that, you know, Rutgers, the environment is a place generally where they would want to be. So that's right. So. Like I, I want to add to that. So essentially from the start of the game, the atmosphere of game yeah. day was insane. Yep. The first half, excuse me, the first half had an insane atmosphere and <clears throat> wow. Fresh and <laughs> You know, I don't know why I'm coughing up while I say this. Why do you always, you're always coughing. Always. It's always when we podcast too, it's which always, is very yeah. strange. Okay. You know, it's just when like my mind is thinking overtime. So I think my nose just turns off <laughs> and I just start coughing. We're going to get through it. 
It's okay. Yeah, but I'm gonna get through it. Don't worry. Um. Now, anyway, you you got a guy. You got guys like Isaac Wilson, yep. um, Chase Besantis, lots of huge four-star recruits out there who see. Hey, look at the atmosphere right now. If all of us or like a group of us come, we bring our boys and we come here. Yeah. That could be the atmosphere through the entire game. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I think and year by year you build on that. Cause right now the atmosphere at Rutgers, even though the football program is looking up, it's a place where people get drunk and they go watch a football game. Yeah. That's simply what it is. But you know what? I think over time, it's going to become a place where you just watch a good game of football and you're not leaving. And you're not leaving at halftime. Right. Because the leaving at halftime stuff, these people are also the people getting there like halfway through the first quarter and then they leave at halftime. Yep. So, like, why even take a bus at that point? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that the atmosphere was really, really good. It was rocking. Um, until the game started and then it kind of went downhill. Um, we just played, we didn't play good at all. Once again, if you want a chance at beating these teams, you need to start off strong. That is the key. We said in the latest, like the the last podcast, we need to start off strong against Ohio state did not do that. We actually did the complete opposite. So we can't dig yourself in holes. Um, that's what happens. Um, and this could easily happen next week too versus Michigan state easily. Um, if we don't start off strong, it could be an ugly game as well because Michigan State, I think, new rankings out is actually number 11. 11. Which that's... was Ohio State's ranking last week. Exactly. So that's insane. Um, but they're not they're not close to the team that Ohio State no. is. Uh-uh. Not at all, no. Um, but once again, still a very, very solid team. Does not, should not be overlooked. So we need to do our job. We need to chop our job. Um, and, uh, we need to make sure that we start off strong number one. And I think I heard somewhere, um, that we had like one of our best practices this week. I think the, um, the guys are fired up. They want to come out, you know, they saw that the fans were there for them. Um, they didn't show up for the fans. So, um, I think that they're going to come out strong and, um, pull away with the win this weekend. Um, so we'll see. A noticeable mention was Troy Bowles. Um, I think he said. Did you just call Troy Bowles Troy Bowles? That's what I said. I didn't know how to pronounce his name. I go, how do you pronounce his name? Oh, was that right? Yeah, that's what I was asking. Oh, I was mistaken. Todd Bowles' son, brother of Todd Bowles Jr., who's on the Rutgers team. Um, But he actually walked by right by the student section, and we were like, um, chanting, chanting his name and um, he looked really really happy to be there even though we were down like I don't know what it was when he walked by but it was okay um, I he, know Ohio State is like number one on his list yeah I'm pretty sure so well, hopefully we change that because yeah he had fun he was right there I saw him the whole time he had fun 100% I mean he's uh, the son of Bucks off uh, defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, former Jets head coach. So this is this is a big big recruit, um, top fifty in the nation, big football mind. So whoever gets him, he dropped his top thirteen today. Rutgers is in the top thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of big schools too, which I was. Uh, it really proves how good 
um, Rutgers is doing at the moment. And I think uh, it's going to continue and it's going to get better each and every year. So that's good. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, okay. I think moving on to Michigan State. Let's do it. Preview. Um, they're looking pretty strong. 5-0, and I believe, right? If, mm-hmm. if, if I'm not mistaken. And they've been winning by some pretty decent margins, except for, I believe, they won one game by maybe a field goal or mm-hmm. maybe one touchdown. All the other games, they've been winning by a pretty decent margin. Um, so, you know, they're dangerous. Frankie, like you said, though, not really comparable to Ohio State, um, yeah. which is a given. But, you know, we still got to, as Alyssa was saying, we still got to come out strong. We still have to play a very clean game of football, and we can't be making the mistakes. Like, I think one thing that stood out last game was um, Noah Vedrill's performance. He came out kind of shaky, and that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. snowballed. Right off the bat. Yeah, it kind of snowballed into the second quarter and then into the second half. And that that was, like, one of the more obvious takeaways, um, at least on the offensive end for the Ohio State game. So I think – you know, he's just got to start fresh. You know, it's it's a new day. It's a new game against a new team. So I think Noah Vedral, you know, he's got a he, – I mean, you know, he hasn't been getting the reps against super solid defense yeah. as of yet. He really saw a completely new defense against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So I think he's taking strides in the right direction in facing this higher competition. But at the same time, you know – he has to go ahead and match that. Um, so yeah. he has to rise to the occasion. He needs to play like um, a Big Ten quarterback. Now, here, here's, my, uh, here's my comparison to the Ohio State defense. <coughs> what the heck? Every time I start talking, I start coughing. And I'm not even sick. It's, not is, it's from Frankie's Fry. It's from Frankie's Fry. That's what Fry I... Cap and Frank. <laughs> Tell them about it. Tell them about what happened. Big Yankee. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Right. But anyway, okay, here we go. What I compare the Ohio State defense to is essentially the Patriots defense. Right? Mm. Anybody see any comparison there? Please elaborate. For the I mean, Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Not a huge defensive line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not an overpowering defensive line. Like an average defensive line. Yeah. Linebacking, cornerbacks, nickelback, mm-hmm. safeties. That's the bread and butter of their yep. defense right yeah. now. Yeah. And I think what Noah Vedral faced in the secondary, he will never face again this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most difficult uh, secondary. Penn State. Penn State has a good. True. Okay, yes, Penn State. Yeah, Penn State's secondary. But I'm saying, like, that is. Yeah, one of the better like, ones he's going to face. A hundred percent. Yeah. Essentially, he played the Zach Wilson four-pick game, but just with three picks. Yeah. And the defense got overworked. So, <laughs> My key to this winning this week is just winning the turnover game. Yep. Let's have Michigan State turn over the ball. Last year, we forced seven turnovers on them. Insane. So, if we could have beat them last year, we can beat them this year. 
Yeah. I think they're a little bit better this year, but show are we. We're better this year. Definitely. Year we two. have just as many wins this year as we did last year. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, turnover. We need to have a lot of them this Saturday. Um, Michigan State was our first win. Um, first game of the season last year. So um, that's got to mean something, right? So um, this season, Spartans are averaging 37.8 points per game and 466 yards of total offense. That's a lot. That's a lot of offense. That's really good. So that's, that's, yeah. It's going to be tough for our defense. Very. Um, and they, and last year, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but they really didn't have a, a good quarterback. Um, really not the best, like, um, offensive game. Um, this year they have um, a strong backfield with quarterback Peyton Thorne and then Kenneth Walker III, who's now leading the country in rushing um, through the five weeks they played. So um, that's – That says anything. He's probably pretty good. That's Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yep. So um, that is going to be a huge struggle. And um, I don't know. I'm very nervous for that. Not going to lie. So um, we'll see. But uh, I mean, their defense isn't that good. Michigan State's defense is not that good. Um, They're decent, but not really that worried about it. I'm more worried about their offensive game, to be honest. So um, they're solid, but um, I don't know. Once again, you got to start off strong against these teams, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, I don't really know too much about Michigan State's playbook, but in the – I don't know if it was, you know, our D-line or their O-line or maybe a combination of the two, but I felt like Stroud, their quarterback, had a lot of time in the pocket um, where their receivers could get to open space and he could find them. And they oh, were Ohio State, no, Ohio State. That's like an, almost an NFL line now. Yeah. yeah. So he he had it. He had a, an insane amount of time in the pocket, and I think. I mean, they have an O line comprised of like four and five star recruits. Yeah. So I think. So I think. Um, you know, obviously Michigan State's O line is not going to be the same. So we're going to put a lot more pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, and they're not going to have as many opportunities for their receivers to get open or as open as they were in the Ohio State game. Um. So I think that's one positive going to the. Honestly, we just need to stop the run to begin the game and force the I feel the like pass. that's what we always say, you know. Stop no, but that's run, what you need to do because this is essentially the best back in yeah. college football. Let's stop the run first. Yep. And force the pass, and that's how you win. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Um, but honestly, why? <laughs> Is he coughing again? No. Uh, Frank, Frank is a funny guy. For those of you that don't know Frankie personally, you know, hit him up on Instagram. Dude, funny kid. You want to be friends with this guy, especially in college. Did Anyways. you know I have my own fraternity? Guys, Frank, <laughs> Frankie is going to be on New Jersey Barstool Sports. He's going to be. Oh, just simply New Jersey Barstool. Not even no. barstool. Simply barstool. Okay, barstool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> tell him about it. Frankie, tell him about what you did. He's actually Dave Portnoy's <laughs> nephew. So that's cool. He kind of looks like him a little bit. So, you know, I'm a big Jets fan. J-E-T-S. And sometimes, you know, the Jets win, and we get really excited. We say we're Super Bowl <laughs> bound, you know. 
playoffs. Where are we at? Mm-hmm. We beat the Titans, like, JV team. But anyway, I was really amped. The Yankees just made the playoffs that day. Surprise, yeah. surprise. They're already out. Oh, they're done. Whatever. Watching the Dodgers play the Cardinals right now. What's totally the score? 1-1. One, great game. Oh. Good game of ball. But anyway, you know, I was amped. Yankees got in. Jets won. Jets played a good game. Seven yeah. sacks on Ryan Tannehill. Shout out and, to you know, dad. My, my father, he was at the game. Shout out to dad. No. Um, anyway, and he could have gone into the dome. It's okay. I went into the dining hall and I'm amped. You know, I was eating my pasta that some guy made, and I was, I was like, witnessing. Wow, this, this was I was like, wow, this is good. And you know, out of all spontaneousness, I'm like, should I just scream about the Jets right now? And it was I did. packed. Dining hall was packed. Dining hall was packed. I got up on the chair. J. E-T-S. Jets. 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 Wait, I'm going to pull And the dining hall went dead silent. Yeah, I personally was not there, but watching the video, I thought the funniest part was Frankie goes, oh, nobody else? Yeah, oh, nobody else? (laughs) Wait, let's try it. No, for real, I took the video, and then I automatically sent it to Joseph Marshall. Wait. It's Alyssa's laugh, for those of you that don't know. It's not a goat wheezing. It's Alyssa's laugh. <laughs> there it is again. I swear, it's a human. I promise it's a human. Oh, my God. It's not even a human noise. Shut up. Shut up. Anyways, back to football. Yeah, anyways. Um... Jets. Um, anyways. I don't even know what we're talking about. Are we already on to score predictions? But that is hilarious. Yeah, let's do score predictions. Okay. Then we can talk about your intramural game. A word. Okay. Big we'll do, dub. Yeah, we'll do we'll do score predictions first. So it was a quick one today. Quick analysis because we don't want to talk about Ohio State. It makes me cry. Anyways, um, Alyssa, why don't you go first? No, I hate. Okay, fine. No, no, because okay, the past like few weeks I've been saying like we're gonna win. I'm gonna do a reverse psychology card here, and I'm gonna go with a a thirty. Michigan State forty-one, Rutgers twenty-eight. No, that's you, Frankie. No, Rutgers twenty-four, Michigan State forty-one. Forty-one to twenty-four in favor of Michigan State for Frankie Alyssa. I'm gonna go twenty-eight. 17 Michigan State. Okay. Reverse cycle. I'm going Knock to go. Do a loss. No, Turn the tables. I can't do a loss. You know, I've been I've been staying optimistic. Turn the tables. For the last two games, it hasn't worked, but you know, third time's a charm. I'm gonna go. I want to say pretty high scoring. Um mm. this is a tough one. I think. Oof, Rocker 60 piece. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh 3827. 38-27 in favor of Rutgers. Raymond, what's your score? Ray Mundo. Raymond has a prediction. Let's go. Okay. Come on. Special yeah. King. What's your prediction um, for the game? Rogers is 
Um, Michigan State. Michigan State. Yep. <laughs> I don't actually nope. know yes, about. You do. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna be correct. He's gonna be correct. Okay. So Ruggis is definitely gonna win. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, What's the score, bud? Twenty-four. Okay. Okay. 14. Okay. okay. Rutgers 24 to 14. That's what I like to hear. So two in favor of Michigan State, two it. in favor of Rutgers. You know, honestly, you could argue that the two people that know more about football are arguing Michigan State could be right, but you know. No, see, I'm doing it's, it's the 11th. Now, okay? no, it's the 11th ranked team in the country with the best running back in the country. through the Yeah, time. and, and we're Rutgers University. Chop on, baby. Yeah, what are you talking about? Baby? Chop on. But I did. All right, let's let's just get the stadium packed. I agree. Okay, but we can only hold. Yeah, we got to start winning if we want to continue the for the stadium to be packed, right? So the games we won, it was empty. Yeah, but that's no. We enjoy the win. Yeah, because that's like they're just gonna go out and get you know. So they're gonna what? Nothing. I'm just. Anyways, stage. Dage. Well, I let's talk about our flag football team. That's what I was just gonna say. Guys, you need to go on the Instagram and check out the stories tab and just look at the celebration because it's hilarious. For those of you that don't know, we have a flag football team. Frankie and I are on it, along with a couple of other people that live in Allen. And then we recently picked up um, some so-called free agents, you know, it, it's a, it's an organized league. It's not too serious though. And, um, our I team name film. is the Asian Italian Alliance. Yep. Hey, 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 baby. I hey, take hey, up hey. the Asian hey, hey. portion. Frankie takes up the Italian portion. And then we have some people in the middle. Um, we have some Irish that kind of they're allies, you know, they're allies. Ah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a good time. First game was a little rocky. Oh, uh, it, was it, it was a it was a five on seven. We only had five guys, so it was tough. Um, it was a tough one for sure. Um, we but, played you know, a preferred walk on though. We did. And I I got him in the backfield a couple times. I got him in the backfield twice. One of them was kind of like he didn't see me, but one of them was kind of legit. Um, but Frankie's Frankie on the defensive end is all over their backs. It's insane. Um, Frankie, Frankie so just funny. runs at them like a madman. His face. And they don't know what to themselves. do with themselves. Oh, they probably pee themselves on half the possessions. <laughs> like there this was this, coming this out week. Of- there were so many drop snaps. It was so funny. Yes. Um. Should have been a fumble. There should be a fumble. That's not. A, that's so annoying. There are some questionable rules in flag football, but um, we came out with the dub twenty-four to zero. I believe it was. Um, yeah, 24-0, yeah. Yeah, and we played Bishop Sycamore. So we're playing good competition out here, as you can tell. So, you know, it's something you won, baby. Sure. It was, good, it baseball, was a good time. Man. I was there filming, capturing every moment. I captured the uh, halftime speech by Frankie um, and the uh, celebration at the end. That was a good time. So, AIA. AIA. AIA going all the way. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I – you know, playing flag football just puts it into perspective how hard it is. Breaking up. You know what I mean? Technical difficulties. We'll get that fixed up real quick. Frankie, <laughs> Did you hear me? one more time. Try again. Did you hear me? Yep. Okay. No, I was just saying, like, making a flag football team, like, it really shows how difficult it is to, like, oh, run yeah, a football. Absolutely. Like, it takes – 
oh. so much work week to week. And even when we're running like three run plays, it takes a lot. So, yeah. you know, you got to give these guys credit for balancing school, balancing football. I don't know how they do that. I really don't. I don't know how it happens. Like, you know, you could be, you're literally going up against the Ohio State and balancing yeah. like calc. Yeah. Oh my God, please. I Micro couldn't really do that without playing a sport. Literally. I can't even do like my pre-calc. Yeah. That's insane. Literally. I don't understand how they do it. We're hanging in, and so are they. Also, one more thing that's pretty exciting. Um, Rutgers men's basketball has been holding a lot of events. They recently did uh, an autograph signing. Um, they had oh, all the I'll guys sit down, and, um, you know, they had all the all the fans line up and get signatures and things like that. So it's really exciting to see the players interacting with the fans. Yes. Um, you know, Geo Baker, I feel like, is one that really gets involved with the fan base, and that's really good. He gets the fans really excited. And Paul, too. Paul, too. Um, and, you know, it, it gets us looking forward to just getting back oh, in the rack and having amazing. that crazy environment. Um, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Um, another thing is um, me and my friend Angie, um, we went to the basketball commercial. So basically, like, the intro videos that the basketball team does – um, we were in them. Um, we pushed our way to be front and center, of course. Um, so uh, until some people got also, if you weren't front and center, you would just be unseen. So like, congrats. You, I would just be what? Unseen. Yeah, because I'm five foot two. Are you calling me short? Yes, I am. Okay, well, short. we got front and center, so. Um, but it was Word. a really good time. We got to be face to face with the players. Um, one player took my advice on a little thing to do, but that's beside the point. Um, but it was a good time. You're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, so yeah, and then I was shooting around with Jaden Jones for a little bit. Um, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, I missed a few, but it was a good. Jaden Jones on the pod? Question mark. Um, please. I would. L- I'll get him on. No you way. should hit him up. You should hit him up. You know what? I'll do that. Jaden Jones, Caleb McConnell. Yes. Why don't we do a men's basketball season preview? And oh, we're doing that. Frankie, we're doing interview. It. Yeah. Get an interview. Why not? We just talk about get life. Corsac, though, too. For sure. Before just football. We whipped no, out the Adam flag this, this game. We should just talk. You got to get that flag signed at the Scarlet I will. Walk if we season. win tomorrow, uh, Saturday, I will. No, get it signed at the Scarlet Walk. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Well, I was trying to look for him. Me and Angie were, like, sprinting. We we're trying to see him. We couldn't find him. Yeah, they couldn't find him, of course. We were, like, sprinting. Oh, then you can, you can probably get him outside the hail after the game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but only if we win. You'll see me. Yeah. So. yeah, then it's awkward. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, a lot of exciting things, although we did lose this weekend. You know, we had the basketball ad commercial. That was fun. The game was so fun. Like in the beginning, the student section was rocking. So a lot of things to look forward to and progress. But um, other than that, I think this weekend it will be a closer game. Um, and I hope we can pull out with a win. I heard we're going to rush the field because this will be our first ranked win in a while. So um, let's hope there's more than 100 people to rush the field. Yeah. Oh, Yadier Molina. Never mind. Kid's getting distracted right now, but that's OK. He wants to watch the wild card game. I'm sad about the game. He does want to watch the wild card game. 
I am sad about the Yankees, though, not to lie. Says the Mets. Oh, my God. Wrapping so up, annoying. Wrapping up this okay, podcast. Now I would like to thank every one of you for tuning in to this episode of the Except Chump Except Eric Cole or Aaron Boone. If <laughs> I don't like you guys right now. Frankie's strong opinions coming through again. But thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. Um, next week's episode should be coming out sometime in the middle of the week. Hopefully, we're talking about a Rutgers win yeah, over Michigan State. I can't do another loss. Um, other than that, a lot of exciting news coming at you guys, and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Chop on, baby. Chop on. Chop on. Let's go, Cardinals. <laughs> yeah.